Numbers chapter 36. The family heads from the clan of the descendants of Gilead, the son of Machir, the son of Manasseh, who were from the clans of the sons of Joseph, approached and addressed Moses and the leaders who were heads of the Israelite families. They said, The Lord commanded my Lord to give the inheritance as the Lord commanded my Lord to give the land as an inheritance by lot to the Israelites. My Lord was further commanded by the Lord to give our brother Zelophead's inheritance to his daughters if they marry any of the men from the other Israelite tribes their inheritance will be taken away from our father's inheritance and added to that of the tribe into which they marry therefore part of our allotted inheritance would be taken away when the jubilee comes for the Israelites, their inheritance will be added to that of the tribe into which they marry, and their inheritance will be taken away from the inheritance of our ancestral tribe. So Moses commanded the Israelites at the word of the Lord, what the tribe of Joseph's descendants say is, is right. This is what the Lord has commanded concerning Zelophead's daughters. They may marry anyone they like, provided they marry within a clan of their ancestral tribe. No inheritance belonging to the Israelites is to transfer from tribe to tribe, because each of the Israelites is to retain the inheritance of his ancestral tribe. Any daughter who possesses an inheritance from an Israelite tribe must marry someone from the clan of her ancestral tribe so that each of the Israelites will possess the inheritance of his fathers. No inheritance is to transfer from one tribe to another because each of the Israelite tribes is to retain its inheritance. The daughters of Zelophehad did as the Lord commanded Moses, Malah, Terzah, Haglah, Milcah, and Noah. The daughters of Zelophehad married cousins on their father's side. They married men from the clans of the descendants of Manasseh, son of Joseph, and their inheritance remained within the tribe of their father's clan. These are the commands and ordinances the Lord commanded the Israelites through Moses in the plains of Moab by the Jordan across from Jericho. Psalm 180. Listen, shepherd of Israel, 
who lead Joseph. Listen, shepherd of Israel. Listen, shepherd of Israel, who leads Joseph like a flock. You who sit enthroned on the cherubim, rise up before Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh. Rally your power and come to save us. Restore us, God. Look on us with favor and we will be saved. Lord God of hosts, how long will you be angry with your people's prayers? You fed them the bread of tears and gave them a full measure of tears to drink. You make us quarrel with our neighbors. Our enemies make fun of us. Restore us, God of hosts. Look on us with favor, and we will be saved. You uprooted a vine from Egypt. You drove out the nations and planted it. You cleared a place for it. It took root and filled the land. The mountains were covered by its shade, and the mighty cedars with its branches. It sent out sprouts toward the sea and shoots toward the river. Why have you broken down its walls so that all who pass by pick its fruit? The boar from the forest tears it, and teachers of the field feed on it. Return, God of hosts. <coughs> Return, God of hosts. Look down from heaven and see. Take care of this vine, the root your right hand has planted, the shoot that you made strong for yourself. It was cut down and burned up. They perish at the rebuke of your continents. Let your hand be with the man at your right side. With the Son of Man you have made strong for yourself. Then we will not turn away from you. Revive us, and we will call on your name. Restore us, Yahweh, the God of hosts. Look on us with favor, and we will be saved. Woe to Samaria. Woe to the majestic crown of Ephraim's drunkards and to the fading flower of its beautiful splendor which is on Isaiah chapter 28 woe to the majestic crown of Ephraim's drunkards and to the fading flower of its beautiful splendor which is on the summit above the rich valley Woe to those overcome with wine. Look, the Lord has a strong 
and mighty one, like a devastating hailstorm, like a storm with strong flooding waters. He will bring it across the land with his hand. The majestic crown of Ephraim's drunkards will be trampled underfoot. The fading flower of his beautiful splendor, which is on the summit above the rich valley, will be like a ripe fig before the summer harvest. Whoever sees it will swallow it while it is still in his hand. On that day, the Lord of hosts will become a crown of beauty and a diadem of splendor to the remnant of his people, a spirit of justice to the one who sits in judgment and strength to those who turn back the battle at the gate. These also stagger because of wine. They stumble under influence of beer. Priests and prophets stagger because of beer. They are confused by wine. They stumble because of beer. They are muddled in their visions. They stumble in their judgments. Indeed, all their tables are covered with vomit there is no place without a stench who is he trying to teach who is he trying to instruct infants just weaned from milk babies removed from the breast for he says law after law law after law line after line line after line a little here a little there so he will speak to this people with stammering speech in a foreign language he he had said to them this is the place of rest let the weary rest this is the place of repose but they would not listen. Then the word of the Lord came to them, law after law, law after law, line after line, line after line, a little here, a little there. So they go stumbling backward to be broken, trapped, and captured. Therefore, hear the word of the Lord, you mockers, who rule this people in Jerusalem. For you said, We have cut a deal with death, and we have made an arrangement with Sheol. When the overwhelming scourge passes through, it will not touch us, because we have made falsehood our refuge, and have hidden behind treachery. Therefore, the Lord God said, Look, I have laid a stone in Zion, a tested stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. The one who believes will be unshakable. And I will make justice 
the measuring line, and righteousness, the mason's level. Hell will sweep away the false refuge, and water will flood your hiding place. Your deal with death will be dissolved, and your agreement with Sheol will not last. When the overwhelming scourge passes through, you will be trampled. Every time it passes through, it will carry you away. It will pass through every morning, every day, and every night. Only terror will cause you to understand the message. Indeed, the bed is too short to stretch out on. And it's covered too small to wrap up in. For the Lord will rise up as he did at Mount Perizim. He will rise in wrath as at the valley of Gibeon to do his work, his strange work, and to perform his task, his disturbing task so now do not mock or your shackles will become stronger indeed I have heard from the Lord God of hosts a decree of destruction for the whole land listen and hear my voice pay attention and hear what I say does the plowman plow every day to plant seed? Does he continually break up and cultivate the soil? When he has leveled its surface, does he not then scatter black cumin and sow cumin? He plants wheat in rows and barley in plots with spelt as their border his god teaches him order he instructs him certainly black cumin is not threshed with a threshing board and a cartwheel is not rolled over the cumin but black cumin is beaten out with a stick and cumin with a rod Bread grain is crushed, but is not threshed endlessly. Though the wheel of the farmer's cart rumbles, his horses do not crush it. This also comes from the Lord of hosts. He gives wonderful advice. He gives great wisdom second john chapter one to the elect lady and her children i love all of you in the truth and not only i but also all who have come to know the truth because of the truth that remains in us and will be with us forever Grace, mercy, and peace will be with us 
from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. I was very glad to find some of your children walking in the truth and keeping with a command we have received from the Father. So now I urge you, dear lady, not as if I were writing you a new command, but one what we have heard from the beginning, that we love one another. And this is love that we walk according to his commands. This is the command as you have heard it from the beginning. You must walk in love. Many deceivers have gone out into the world. They do not confess the coming of Jesus Christ in the flesh. This is the deceiver and the Antichrist. Watch yourselves so you don't lose what we have worked for, but that you may receive a full reward. Anyone who does not remain in Christ's teaching, but goes beyond it, does not have God. The one who remains in that teaching, this one, has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not receive him into your home and don't say, Welcome to him. For the one who says, Welcome to him, shares in his evil works. Though I have many things to write to you, I don't want to do so with paper and ink. Instead, I hope to be with you and talk face to face so that our joy may be complete. The children of your elect sister send you greetings.